Hey, hey everyone. everyone. This is Rachel. And I'm Felix. And we'd like to inform you that we'll be using adult language. We're going to say fuck. We're going to say pussy. And you're going to have to deal with it. Listener discretion is advised, bitch. <laughs> My boy. I like it because uh, I turned the notifications on the Anchor app and it just yeah. popped up on my screen. I didn't have to go to the text message. Yeah, you know what? I ch- I chose a different way to connect with you because I was like, I don't know if he's my friend yet. So I went in and I saw you were on my friends list and I was like, hopefully he has his notifications on. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I turned them on. I turned them on. I was like, fuck yeah. That's wild. But we're yeah. just, we're right here, man. <laughs> I love that you came and visited me at work twice now, but today was the best because it was a surprise. Oh, yeah. And you know, I'm just like a horny bitch. And so <laughs> that sound goes off like we can, we like hang out in the back most of the time. So that sound goes off and I walk out to see who the customer is, you guys. And like Felix is standing there and I'm like, who is this handsome young gentleman? <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had my glasses on. I got, I got two compliments on my glasses today. Very nice. You look good in glasses. I know. The, 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 a girl at Starbucks asked me, she was like, where'd you get your glasses? I like them. And I was like, I got them for free from the VA. <laughs> These were paid for by taxpayer dollars. Brilliant. Very good. <laughs> I have my glasses coming. I told you I rolled over and broke my glasses, right? No, you didn't tell me that. I think oh, you I did. I broke my glasses. When was this? Like three weeks ago, bro. So you're just running around blind? Yeah. Well, not blind. <laughs> I have contacts, but, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I get just it, feel yeah. wild. Like, I, it, like I, I've been wearing glasses since I was, like, eight years old. So mm-hmm. that's what my face looks like. So when I, like, don't have glasses, it feels weird, especially when I'm not wearing lashes or something. You know what? I noticed that because in the last few, like, posts on the Scrabble, what's the Scrabble IG? Yeah. I've noticed that you don't have glasses. Yep, that's why, because I fucking broke them. I didn't have them. I broke them before the last film festival. So it's been a while, actually. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm a guy. Just, I notice things late. <laughs> I, I just always figure that like people would have noticed right away because I'm always in glasses and my glasses are red. But I guess no one, because really no one said anything. I'm, I'm the one walking up to people going, I broke my glasses. You can't and they're see like, without a glasses. They're like, what are you talking about? Oh, okay, that's that's fine. I broke one little, like, arm off of them, and so Mm -hmm. I could still kind of wear them like a monocle. (laughs) You know, that's so funny because I told Ezra yesterday that he should get a monocle. Yes! Because he he came in dressed, like, in khaki pants and, like, a nice (laughs) button-up. And I was like, hey, man, when's the, when's the, when's the, uh, the, the frat initiation? (laughs) (laughs) nice boat shoes yeah i was like you should wear a monocle with that outfit so i think the monocles can make a comeback real talk i feel like if anyone can pull off a monocle it's ezra like ezra can wear some short (laughs) shorts no look ezra is that dude who can wear short shorts or just like like uh like a romper yeah (laughs) but they gotta be short like he has the best thighs like 
he can wear some booty shorts and a monocle and I'd be like that dude is cool <laughs> as fuck now he let, dresses, me, he, let me buy you a drink he dresses well he dresses well he, he always gets really comp- well. yeah he gets complimented on his outfits at work all the time Ezra's one of my favorite people I'm glad I met you because I met Ezra that's true <laughs> that's true God brought you into my life to bring Ezra into my life. Hey, Zeus. <laughs> hey, Sue Christo. Hey, Sue Christos. <laughs> okay. So I told you earlier this week that mm-hmm. I had all these realizations like overnight. Yep. And me and Ansley went and had a kiki and mm-hmm. I talked ad nauseum about the shit. And yeah. I was like, obviously, I need to talk about it with Felix. I didn't tell you what any of it was, but yep. I mean, you know, it's here it comes. But here's the thing, like, I so I guess I'm telling everybody else because I already told you, but I like mm-hmm. had to write it down. <laughs> like, I had to write it down in notes because I just take too long talking about it because it's mm-hmm. just been a lot. So let me start off with the fact that like a, when a to me, when a bunch of stuff is happening all at once, mm-hmm. it means that the universe is preparing you for something really big coming. Like your life's about to change. So like there's mm-hmm. all this stuff coming at you because you have to learn a bunch of stuff and be ready for something that you maybe weren't ready for a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Are you are you ready? <laughs> it's it's getting me ready because stuff just keeps happening like it's like it's not done you know like with my glasses and then the uh-huh. bumper fell off my car and I yeah. ripped my jeans and so I need to buy, <laughs> so I have to buy new clothes and my face is about to look different and my and you know my car is about to be all put together and then my fucking battery died and so I had to buy oh, a new man. battery so it's all this preparation happening that I probably mm-hmm. wouldn't have done myself and yeah. then on top of all these physical things, there's all these mental things happening too. So a lot of, a lot of like self-reflection that's happening mm-hmm. is all happening really quickly, <laughs> which is why like, I'd say the last few months of episodes have been crazy. Cause I'm like, and then this, and then this, and then this, and I have like all these emotions and they're everywhere. It's like a lot of stuff is happening all at once to get me ready for my new life, whenever that comes, it must be soon because everything's happening so fast. Yeah, most yeah, I think it, that that is kind of true. All the, yeah. and then also it's what's that called the, uh, you know, like people say when it rains it pours or yeah. Murphy's law or things like that. So yeah, it definitely makes sense. Yeah. And and with the, things the coming three thing in the Murphy's law, I think that's all you know for my other believers out there like mm-hmm. <laughs> all of us with our energy and our crystals and our fucking palo santo dildos like we <laughs> <laughs> for all my believers out there this is this is how i feel this is what's going down just a lot of stuff all at once so now let's get mm-hmm. to my notes yes and i'm trying to do it really quickly so of course um all the realizations came flooding in from something that the pattern said Mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't even remember what the mess, the notification was that I got from the pattern that day, but I mm-hmm. read whatever the, the, the like note was and it was maybe an hour of boom, 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 and this and this and this mm-hmm. and oh my God. Yes, of course. Okay. So here's what I learned. Number one, <laughs> <laughs> I am really scared of having any emotions. Like, I'm uncomfortable with my own emotions. Okay. 
one one bit of proof is if you listen back on any given episode, if mm-hmm. I express an emotion, I immediately say, I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Have you picked up on that? No, I haven't picked up on that, but I'm also a person who I feel that I'm uncomfortable with my emotions too. Like I'll change the subject. Like I've noticed that when I listen back to the episodes. Well, see, I didn't realize I was uncomfortable with my emotions because I'm very open. Mm-hmm. I, well, I, I, but being open and being comfortable are two different things, I guess. Yeah, no, it's true. I'm, I'm open too. Like I'll talk to anybody and say anything, but yeah. when it comes to my emotions, I'm very guarded. Yeah. So, um, so like everybody says, the cliche says it takes a village. So, um, <laughs> a lot of it goes back to what, how I was raised yeah. and everybody, you know what? The whole village did their best. I was the first time they ever had to raise a Rachel Cross. Yeah. And there's no rule books uh, and there's no like guidebooks or instruction mm-hmm. booklets on how to do that. Mm-hmm. And so I am definitely, all the stuff I'm about to say, I'm definitely not saying, y'all fuck me up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm saying, I realize that this is where these behaviors come from and now mm-hmm. I'm working to change them. So the mm-hmm. first thing was, that I'm uncomfortable with my emotions and I'm uncomfortable with them because I was punished for mm-hmm. having any emotion at all. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you're, um, when you're like a kid and maybe you're crying and mm-hmm. um, I know a bunch of black parents said, it. I don't know if your parents ever said it to you, but stop crying. I'll give you something to cry about. Oh yeah. That's, that's standard operating procedure. Yeah. Uh, and then especially I, I'm a man. So, I definitely, right, heard, yeah. I definitely heard that a lot. Don't cry. Boys don't right. cry. <laughs> that no. definitely fucked all y'all up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm so I so that's an emotion I get punished for. There are two times where I was experiencing joy and got in trouble for it. Mm-hmm. I had water thrown in my face in mm-hmm. one of those situations. I was experiencing joy. I was, pro- I was just like laughing mm-hmm. and enjoying myself. And then the second time, again, I was like laughing and enjoying myself and, and trying to get my sister to join in on our fun. Mm-hmm. And I got shoved through a closed door. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> the first thing that happened is you got like, what, okay, so this happened when you were a kid, so like early 90s? Sure. So, okay, so... I think it's safe to say that like every real housewives episode where a woman threw a drink at somebody's face. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they stole that from whoever did that to you. And then somebody <laughs> threw you through a your sister pushed you through a door? My sister didn't do anything, no. These oh, are okay. this is part of the village that raised me. Okay, okay. I got you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so and then just like any any emotion in between there too. Just mm-hmm. I I can look back on all kinds of anything and mm-hmm. remember being punished for it. I remember wanting to go to college when I was leaving high school and being punished for that. That's not an emotion, but like I was told I couldn't do that. They're <laughs> like, you, know? you don't, you can't go to college. I told you that. Yeah. I was told that I couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, anyway, that's, I, when I, when, especially on the show, cause we've, it's been recorded a thousand times, me expressing mm-hmm. an emotion and me saying, I hate it. And I remember expressing, I, I remember t- I've taken it back. Every time I've expressed an emotion to KD, I take it back almost mm-hmm. right away mm-hmm. because I'm afraid of being punished for it. Yeah. 
Yeah. And in past relationships that has happened, I've expressed an emotion and it's, it's probably a coincidence, not like they're purposely trying to punish me for feeling anything, but I'll express an emotion and then very soon after something bad will happen or we'll break up or something. And then it's like, well, fuck, I get punished every time I express an emotion. So I'm very uncomfortable with having them. Mm-hmm. Also, maybe they're uncomfortable with their emotions. So when they have you sharing your emotions, they're like, fuck, I'm uncomfortable. Right. Let me Two push her away. Fucking baggage. Yep. <laughs> Everybody got baggage. Yep. Um, and so... So that brings me to why I said to you that I am the problem in my Mm -hmm. relationship with KD. Mm -hmm. Because I'm so uncomfortable with my emotions that I'm pushing him away so I don't have to feel them. Mm -hmm. So I don't have to have them. So um, I've done it twice already. I've tried to dump him twice. Mm -hmm. And then my, you know, my mind gets the, it goes, well, wait, no, snap out of this, please. (laughs) Don't do Mm -hmm. this. So the first time was three days after our first date. Mm-hmm. I was in LA and uh, I sent him a picture of me all dressed up out with my friends at the Magic Castle. Uh-huh. And he sent back a compliment, but the compliment was wrapped up in a joke. Okay. Right? <laughs> and I understood the I got it, but I was drunk and uncomfortable with the fact that I liked this person so much who I've only met one time. Mm -hmm. And so he sends back the compliment and what I text back to him is just like, you don't have to roast me every time you talk to me. (laughs) Yeah, you're, yeah. yeah. Do you remember that? Okay, all right. No, 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 but no, you didn't tell me that, but I think it's a natural reaction. Yeah, I I don't think that's a natural, is that a natural reaction? No, I, I, it's, it's a reaction for you because to go back to another thing we talked about before, you, sometimes you say like, uh, you think you, you think that you're stupid and that when people say things to you, they, yeah. you think they're making you feel stupid. So you lash, you, you kind of get upset about that. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's kind of like a reaction. I guess so. But I mean, I could have just taken the fucking compliment. <laughs> yeah, but you were like, <laughs> why do you, fu- why do you have to make a fucking joke in the compliment? I, yeah, you know. that's, I mean, I, I think I think, I think because it wasn't like a straightforward compliment, like he mm-hmm. made a, a very cute joke about like, if I go all the way back in the text messages and find that text message, you'd be like, you are a bitch. I can't believe he still talked to you. after that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. And so he goes, um, it definitely was a compliment and it was purposefully not over the top. <laughs> and I was like, okay, thank yeah. you. Thank you. <laughs> Cause he was probably also trying to show restraint. Because he's like, yeah. oh, she looks really good. I'm really, I'm really into her, but I can't let her know that I'm that into her. I hope that's what he was thinking. All right. So <laughs> I looked really good, though. Okay. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> I think you and I didn't start talking again until after that. So I might have to just send you the picture so you can see how beautiful I was. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So that was the first time. And then the second time was Six Flags. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I worded my questions um, wrong on purpose so that he would say the thing I knew he was going to say so I can be like, fine, I don't want to see you anymore. But Mm -hmm. I tried to dump him a second time, Um, which is is why I said to you that I'm the problem, because Mm -hmm. I keep thinking that he's trying to dump me all the time when really it's been me this whole time. I'm just projecting my shit onto him. 
yeah, you're like, uh, you're like, no, no, I'm not. If anybody's getting dumped, I'm, I'm not gonna be the one. I'll do it first before he does. Not even that. I think I'm mm-hmm. looking for ways to blame him for it. Okay, that's even like more this, um, not asking me out thing. Update yeah. everybody. <laughs> this dude shows up for me in literally every other way. Yeah, he just doesn't ask me out. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And I and I saw Felix. Uh, at the beginning of the week? No. I saw I saw you at the end of last week. I saw you on Friday, Thursday. With the juice bar? Yeah. Yeah, last week, yeah. Yeah. So um, I saw him, and I was just like, hey, let me ask you, because I don't think I had ever asked you to that point. I was just like, mm-hmm. let me ask you, though, if this was happening to you, but mm-hmm. everything else was exactly the way it needs to be, mm-hmm. would this be a big deal? And Felix was like, nah. I understand it's a little different between men and women. Mm-hmm. But um, I really tried to like reflect on that and go, mm-hmm. you know, if every if he does everything else, and this is just the one thing, maybe I shouldn't trip on that so hard. Yeah, and also maybe in his mind, he just assumes that whenever you guys are together, that's a date. Right. Because guys I mean, think that way. I mean, it is, but but mm-hmm. he's not. You know what I mean? He's not reaching out and asking for to spend time with me. So it's still yeah. important to me. Mm-hmm. I would still like for him to do it, mm-hmm. but I'm, I don't think it's a fireable offense anymore. I agree. I don't think it's a fireable offense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, especially with the week I've had with him. Oh my God. You yeah. You were take his dog hiking. On uh, Sunday, right? He offered it. I didn't ask that. Which is true. Cause she sent me the screenshots of the text message. Yeah. He just <laughs> offered his dog up. Cause boy, I was tripping. I was like, Oh my God. He just offered his, he loves his dog. Okay. Yeah. For him to just offer his dog to me like that. I was like, oh my God. It was like, and I, and I said, I think I said in the text message to you, I was just like, he's letting me take his child. Yeah. And I was like, I sent you a question mark. I was like, he's a kid. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he does have a much younger sister. I think she's like 13. Yeah. And he spends a lot of time with her. Yeah. And that, yeah. Cause today I saw you and you, you were kind of glowing and then you smelled like oranges. Oh man, I've been. I still smell like orange. It's a strong smell. Even after taking a shit, I still smell like orange. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm I'm hilarious. Okay, so <laughs> okay, so yeah, he did that, and then um, he came over Monday night, mm-hmm. uh, and we just like I I cooked wings. Look, mm-hmm. he this whole time. I'm, just, I'm telling you, since February, this whole time, he has not let me serve him at all. And mm-hmm. that's how I show love, right? It's by, like, yeah, like acts of service. I've been trying to... I think the most he's let me do is make him a drink in my house. Mm-hmm. He won't, like, take a water bottle when he leaves. He won't let me cook anything for... Like, you know what I mean? He won't take anything from me. He won't take anything from me. And I'm, like, just trying to give him love, and he, and he wouldn't take it. Um, I mean, that's the way that I give love, though. Uh, um, did, but, uh, does, does he not like let you make him a plate like I, when he doesn't let you like that's when you say like serve him like that yeah I mean I just like doing stuff like that I love um, it um wait did I make him a plate at the wedding I don't think I did no he made his own plate yeah um, that's I, like a I mean, very big thing right isn't it, it kind of like is me. it a big thing culturally too and uh because in the Hispanic community like in, in Latin households if you go to like a quinceanera or like a baby shower, you always see like the old dude sitting down and their wife makes them a plate. I 
I, I mean, that's what I want. Yeah, I, I want I that too. I don't know that anyone else in my family feels like that. Mm-hmm. That's just my thing. Because I don't think anybody else does that. I just mm-hmm. like I just really want to provide for people. I love when a girl makes me a plate. I love making a plate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I honestly I don't remember if I made his. I know I did something for him while we were up there, mm-hmm. but I don't remember what it was. I know I got to do something. And I was like, oh my god. <laughs> So Monday you cook for him, and then would you guys probably watch some movies? Right. Okay. Yeah. So um, I cooked for him. I made. Mm-hmm. I baked. I made baked wings, mm-hmm. which I'm super bomb at. Um, okay. So I made baked wings. I probably ate like six. It was. I, I think they were like twenty or twenty-five of them. God damn! So hungry. I now. ate like six of those things, and he ate the like he just down the whole. And I and I just watched him eat, and I was just so happy. <laughs> yeah, you kind of probably got a little turned on so too. Happy, of course I did. Oh, sucking on them wings. And he was like making noise <laughs> while he was eating them. I was like, "Fuck yeah!" He's like, "Fuck yeah!" Look at his fingers and shit. I was like, "I killed this! I killed this bitch!" So he killed ate like this. he ate like nineteen wings. Nigga ate the whole tray. <laughs> <laughs> And I was so happy. I was, I could not, I was just giddy. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then um, we, I made him a couple drinks and we watched the whole first season of Vice Principals. Yeah, I need to watch that. And then he laid it down real go. well. And then he left at like 2 a.m. That's like the longest he's ever stayed here. Oh. I was like, okay, I'm not going to beg this dude to stay over. Like, he's just going to, he's going to do things in his time and it's mm-hmm. fine because when I do get the thing, it's so special and nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm calm. Okay. Sorry. Okay. On to the next okay. thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> On to the next thing. So, um, uh, I also realized that, um, the me being afraid of being stupid thing, mm-hmm isn't necessarily about stupidity. It's about value. Okay. So, um, again, as a kid, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't ignored. So that wasn't the situation, right? Mm-hmm. I was never ignored. No one ever ignored me. But I didn't feel like anything I said had any value. Okay. Um, and I don't know if that, cause I'm still working that out in my mind too. I don't know if that extends to just me feeling like I had no value or if it's just what I say has no value, mm-hmm. but, um, and it's just, this was, this wasn't like the village wasn't being horrible. Right. Mm-hmm. Again, they were trying, they were doing their best. They've never raised a Rachel before, Yeah. but there were just like, colloquialisms and just like habits mm-hmm. when talking that you're just saying things and you don't realize that it's affecting someone in a really weird way that they're not going to realize till they're 36 years old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, someone, someone in the village, um, would always interrupt when any of us are talking. So I yeah. actually really want to talk to my sisters and see if they, they're having, if they're realized or if they have realized they have the same issues as me or if I was just the weak one, but they would interrupt all the time and they still interrupt. And it's really very frustrating because you're in the middle of something that you feel like if you're saying something, you feel like it's important for me to say this and then they'll interrupt and then you can't get the rest of your thought out. And so 
I, it's like, oh, well, nothing I say has any value here. Yeah, that's interesting because two things, because uh, in my village as well, yeah, uh, <laughs> I had someone that it wasn't that they would like cut you off or whatever, but uh-huh. they were always right. And everything that everybody else said was not wrong, was wrong. And not oh, right. God, I think one of those worse. Yeah, one of those people that wasn't the case, but they've gotten better about that. So that's that's good. good. But then the second thing that that you made me just think of is I was listening to a podcast today because all I do is listen to podcasts. (laughs) I was listening to Recode Decode with uh, Tara Swisher. And it's like a tech podcast. But she was talking to the CEO of this new like women and professional women community called Wing. Okay. And it's basically like a working area for women. And the CEO, Audrey Geldman, she was saying that, yeah, I was just tired of like being in a meeting and a dude just talks for 40 minutes, has nothing to say. And then what I say has no value because I'm a woman. So is it kind of maybe also as an adult, do you feel that way? Yeah, Mm -hmm. Uh, because this is the next thing I was getting to. Yeah. (laughs) I've been in meetings in recent weeks mm-hmm. where literally what I'm saying I'm being told has no value. Yeah. So like someone asked a question and so I Googled it real quick on my phone and said the mm-hmm. answer out loud to the group. Mm-hmm. And some people were like, oh, okay, great. And mm-hmm. continued on with the conversation. Mm-hmm. I want to say a full three ass minutes later, a man said the same answer. Hey, everybody, blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. And the whole table was like, oh, okay, wow, yeah, all right, all right. And I, and I looked around incredulously like, what? And, and my instinct is to say, what the fuck? Like, I just fucking said that. Yeah. Or pull a joke out of my ass about how I just fucking said that. But I said mm-hmm. nothing. I was like, wow, okay. And then the same group of people, another one of these men, a different one, Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> devalued me mm-hmm. when I was already doing the right thing. So okay. I'm like loading pictures into a thing mm-hmm. and they're all landscape <laughs> and he sees them. They're all there. He sees them. Mm-hmm. They're all there. Okay. And then he feels the need to tell me, make sure you're getting the pictures in landscape. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> I'm like, motherfucker, I'm doing it. Look at me. Like, are you absolutely serious about this? And yeah. even if he, if even if the pictures didn't already exist in there, am I stupid? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, am I stupid? <laughs> like, I'm not fucking stupid. I know to take pictures in landscape. What, what mm-hmm. the fuck is this? I'm going to send you that podcast. <laughs> now that I think about it. So annoying. Oh, my God. And part of me really wants to quit that. And then, of course, again, self-sabotage. Is this self-sabotage? Like, like me quitting this group because I am already tired of the men being men. Like Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm already tired. I don't, I'm not going to make any money off of this. You know, I'm not getting paid. Like Mm -hmm. I could just focus on something that could end up getting me paid down the line or that I have more fun doing, you know? Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm going to stick it out until our first show, but I'm probably going to (laughs) quit. I just can't take it with these dudes. It's not, yeah, it's funny because the, everything you're saying is exactly what, like, they were talking about on this podcast about why this lady created this, like, working space. Yeah. 
uh, because she's like, no, it's not just like, you know, the, whenever you make an opinion or say something, uh, and then the guy says it, you know, that what happened to you. Yeah. It's it's kind of like a fucked up situation, but also like, you know, to go as far as, you know, sexual harassment at work, women not feeling comfortable at work, but yeah, the value thing is definitely an important thing because you're, you do, your opinion does have value and everybody's opinion should have value and we should all have space to express them. Yeah. It's, I guess it's like, cause I, I kind of, I know, I know that, you know, my opinion and just, and the things that I say, and I have value, but I'm mm-hmm. constantly trying to prove my value all the time. And it's probably why my way of showing love mm-hmm. is by doing acts of service. It's like, look how valuable I am. Yeah. Look how, look how I give more value to you. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, oh my God, shit just goes so deep. Like you never, like you're, you're like being raised and you don't think any of this shit means anything. And then suddenly you're an adult and you can't keep a relationship together. And you're like, wait, why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funny you say that also about the village. Cause uh, my friend that I'm been hanging out with lately, yeah. she's reading a book. Uh, I forgot the title of it, but it's basically, uh, being raised by immature parents that's what the book's about uh-huh and how that affects you as an adult i yeah. want to know the name of that book i'll find it out for you and I'll, yeah and I'll, can and you I'll send it to you. yeah because i have a free audio book on audible and i may as well use it yeah she reads like freaking three books at a time it's just this girl <laughs> okay damn brag <laughs> I'm I'm blushing right now, but yeah. I just finished a book called Empathy for the Devil. We can talk about that next week, though. Empathy for the Devil. I heard about this book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny McBride was talking about it, and I was just like, I'm very obsessed with Danny McBride. Mm-hmm. And so I got the book, and I read it, and I and I just finished it today. And I'm just like, oh, my God. I want to talk about it with somebody. Anyway, um, yeah, so that, that whole thing about, mm-hmm. you know, I'm constantly being interrupted. And then there's, and then there's this one more thing with mm-hmm. that value thing there's also mm-hmm. just like one more bad habit that someone in the village had where mm-hmm. when they start a story that first of all there's there's they're interrupting you right it's the same person so mm-hmm. they interrupt <laughs> you and when they start talking about what they're talking about they start it with no does this make sense have yeah have, i know what you're exactly what you're saying right <laughs> yeah, yeah so so like <laughs> wait start saying something and i'm gonna do exactly what they what they do like so rachel you know that if you were no, to, like... okay so i got this glade plug-in okay like that <laughs> so they exactly. start every story with no and it's yeah. just a bad habit that they're definitely not trying to devalue me or anything but that is what i get from that because when you're saying mm-hmm. no, when i'm in the middle of a sentence and you say no like you stop me with your words and the words you stop me with are no that mm-hmm. means Ignore what she's saying. Listen to me now. Yeah. And so with that constantly happening in every conversation I have with it's really damaging. It continues to be damaging. Yeah, no, that's difficult. That means that I would feel that that person doesn't care about what other people have to say. (laughs) They're just waiting for their time to talk. And I know that's not the case. It's just a bad habit. Yeah. I know that's not the case. But it's just a bad habit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just like to just to wrap these up, it's like um, uh, because of the way the village raised me, mm-hmm. my idea of what love feels like um, is 
punishment mm-hmm. and abandonment mm-hmm. and devaluation. Okay. Because, you know, that's the village and they love me. Everyone, these people love you. And of course I believe they love me, but there's no, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, I have no doubt and I love them to death and I wouldn't have wanted to be raised by any other village. And, uh, you know, those villagers were raised by people who fucked them up in a different way. And they went, well, I'm not going to fuck these kids up in the same way I got fucked up. Mm-hmm. But you can't, you know, you're a parent for the first time. You're a new villager. And so you, uh, you're going to fuck up your kids in a different way that your parents fucked you up and so on and so forth. It's just going to keep going down the line because I might not be a good enough disciplinarian and then my kids will just run wild. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Like there. I might fuck my kids up in a, in a completely different way than the way I got fucked up. Mm-hmm. The way I got fucked up isn't going to happen to them, but the way they're going to get fucked up is what's going to happen to them. Yeah. <laughs> and we don't, we don't go into this. We never go into this intentionally thinking we want to fuck a kid up. We don't know. There's no instruction booklet, no instruction manual. Yeah. They had yep. that. What was that? They had a book back in the day. It was the Doctor Spock book. Doctor Spock. I know, but like every person is a different person. I think one of the things that my villagers did really well was mm-hmm. understand that each of us was different and that mm-hmm. each of us needed to be parented differently. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, but there are some things that were done across the board, and so I think I kind of want to talk to my sisters about it and see you know, if they even realized it or if it, if they got past it or I'm curious, I'm curious to know. Yeah. All right. That was that. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for letting me go through that. But that was was so much. And I'm telling you, it all rushed at me at once. I, I was crying, Mm -hmm. like driving home because I was just like, oh, this is too much stuff to feel and to understand all at one time. Yeah, I can definitely understand punished for yeah punished for emotions i can understand that but just because i'm a guy like i was told i was not allowed to have you know emotions like you're not supposed to cry you know you're not supposed to show weakness Mm -hmm. and things like that and then i mean that continued on because i i joined the military i wasn't allowed to show weakness when i was in the military i wasn't allowed to be vulnerable yeah and that's something that as a man i had to carry with me so now now i'm starting to realize okay, I can act, I can do certain things to make myself, you know, relieve stress or feel better. And I can share the way I feel without feeling ashamed of it. So that's really good, Felix. Thank you. I love that. Which, which brings me to a point, because I think this is interesting, because I saw uh, we're both on Instagram or all whatever the social media platforms we use. And yeah. we, we mentioned it last week. I think that kids like back then we didn't have access to like kind of this mental health awareness right and like yeah. positivity thinking and it's group positivity thing yeah like if you had a sh- like you said like you had a shitty day you just had a shitty day <laughs> there right. was there yeah. was no meme to cheer you up <laughs> <laughs> so i'm seeing it as like people in social media kind of using social media as like a therapeutic outlet which is complete yeah. completely makes sense because we're all very, even though some of us probably don't want to admit it, but, you know, as humans, we're pretty self-involved and egotistical in our own ways. For sure. So, yeah, I think it's very interesting. Because I saw something the other day. I don't know if I mentioned uh-huh. to you before. But uh, 
a friend of mine, she posted, and she's probably like in her mid-20s, and she okay. posted, learn how to say no. It's okay not to have a reason to not go to something that you don't want to go to or not to hang out with this person. Mm-hmm. And I responded back to the story. I wrote, duh. <laughs> and then as soon as I said it, I was like, that's fucked up, man. Like, Yeah, that was the wrong move. That's the wrong thing to say, right? So I wrote her immediately after I read that back to myself. I was like, what an asshole. So I wrote her back and I was like, hey, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to minimize what you just posted. But welcome to the club of having difficult conversations <laughs> and being an asshole. Because that's people perceive you as that if you don't go to everything or you say no to certain things. But yeah, I feel social media is letting us kind of share like group positivity, which is good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This saying no thing, like it, it, I, I do it now, but it took me a few years to get there. But saying no, end of sentence. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't have to say yeah, no because. Just saying no. Uh, I got to do this or this is coming up or blah, blah, blah. I can, you can just say mm-hmm. no. And that's the end of the sentence. Yeah. yeah. You don't know anybody in explanation. Yeah. And it's hard to do because sometimes you'll, I'll like find myself falling back into it. Like uh, when uh, me and Ansley and Lauren started hanging out, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't say no without a reason. Mm-hmm. Now I'm comfortable just saying no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're, I know. I think it's good because yeah, I, especially now, like all the, like some of the relationship advice you can find out there that's so easy, your mental health advice. I saw another yeah. girl post like on a story. She's like, I'm 30 years old, and I know there's a stigma around, you know, uh, you know, seeking mental mental health, uh, like help. And she's like, so I'm gonna do a story about it. And I think <laughs> I think that's great. Like she posted after she talked to a a psychiatrist, and she said yeah. she gave links to like cheap psychiatry in Atlanta. That's amazing. So it was good. Like I, I feel that that's good. I think that with the because there's so much more negativity i think on social media yeah that the group positivity is a good sign that we're not all as fucked up as we think we are yeah i really love that they're like therapists on instagram Uh just like talking it like they're so passionate about what they do and wanting people to have like really good mental health that Mm -hmm. it kind of doesn't matter that they're giving away stuff for free yeah you know what i mean they're just out here like giving us their their gift Mm-hmm. And I love them for it. There's and there's so many that I follow. And if anybody wants to know anybody else, I follow. Like I'm always posting their shit in my stories anyway. But if you want to know anyone who I follow or whatever, like I'll send you links to anything. Because um, there's so many great, great people out there. Great sex therapists that are mm-hmm. just out here giving us stuff for free, and great like great relationship therapists giving us shit mm-hmm. for free, and great just like general therapists, like great people on the internet just giving us their gift for free because they want everybody to be okay yeah people don't know how lucky they have it now so nice you're so lucky so nice because i still have not been able to go to therapy i live in trump's america no (laughs) i don't live there um i'm gonna send you the link that this girl posted then i gotta send you two let me write this down i gotta send you two things all right and we'll put it in the story for wayward daters yeah the book from you that's right write it down the book from q i have my yellow my legal pad with me the book from q and then the mental health link yeah it's here in atlanta it's like cumberland Uh and it's by session and you get to pick your uh you get to pick your 
your therapist mm-hmm. and they have like I went to the website and looked and it's therapists like very diverse so you're not talking to like some old you know white lady or some old white guy you know there's like you know people that are young people of color uh you know that's diverse. Great. yeah because it's better because I don't want to like I don't I, I would rather I feel more comfortable talking to somebody who I think understands me a little bit better so yeah but I'm lucky there's also um uh my my boss at the juice place she told me about a great place to go for Mm -hmm. like sliding scale like being broke they're just like they'll just look at how much you make Mm -hmm. and they'll give you a number yeah that's what this place does that place will do too okay yeah it's a sliding scale place as well perfect if we can find more of those because because a lot of us aren't going because we don't have the insurance for the money extra money Mm -hmm. and for me i don't have the extra money you know Mm -hmm. but um yeah if we can let's get those links out and stuff because uh because as 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 nice as it is that i like had all these things pop in my head and made me go oh wait let me connect the dots i still need someone to talk to who really knows what's going on and who has the tools to give me the tools to be able to sort of get through all this stuff yeah no for sure for sure. Cool. I'm lucky. I get to, I can go talk to a, a war vet at the, at the VA. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm fortunate. I mean, the, the help is there. So you just have to go find it. Yeah. But what else did I want to talk about? I wanted to talk to you about something very interesting that I saw. Let's today. do it. You don't, but you don't, you don't, you're not, you don't really follow sports at all. Just basketball and not closely. Okay. Do you know who Antonio Brown is? I know everyone's talking about this AB dude. That's A.B. Mm-hmm. So he used to play for Pittsburgh, you know, wanted to get traded, went to Oakland, had mm-hmm. some, like, issues with Oakland, ended up getting released, and then going to New England. Mm-hmm. Uh, but during that whole time, there was, like, a bunch of crazy shit going on. Like, he, he like, froze his feet at a cryotherapy place. and What? Yeah, it's crazy. And then he threatened to retire because the NFL wanted him to wear a different type of helmet. And all this crazy stuff. Yeah. So he's been in the news a lot. He's been getting a lot of notoriety. Goes to, like, the best team in the league. Uh, And then last night, a story comes out that his trainer, uh, one of his old trainers, it's a woman, Mm. uh, is taking him to civil court Uh for, like, sexual assault allegations. Saw that coming. Yes. Fuck. Okay. So I'm going to tell you the three, because I read the article today. And I'll tell you the mm-hmm. three things that happened that she outlined in the case. So okay. the first one was she said that they were at his place in Pittsburgh because she was training him. It was 2017 and that he exposed himself and tried to kiss her. Ugh. All right. So, and I hate, I hate like, okay, so I'll, just, I'll say the second one that we can talk about. The second thing, they were in Miami because he has a house down there. Uh-huh. And they were watching a church service on her iPad. Oh my God laying down and he masturbated and ejaculated on her back what yes after oh, after the first thing but then this thing happened and then the third one is the most like kind of it's, it's, if it's true he should be put in prison uh-huh but he she says that they went to a club him and another dude and her and that uh she went they went back to her hotel and that he like forcibly like raped her like you know oh fuck oh god but okay. the thing is but he denies everything, obviously, saying that never any, any none of this stuff happened. But like, I mean, I, I I hate to be, I don't want to be like a victim blamer. But like after the first time he tried to like whipped it out and tried to kiss you, would you like keep hanging out with him? 
I mean, that's, I mean, if she's his trainer, that that wasn't just a hangout. Like, that's her job. Yeah. And maybe she loves her job. You know what I mean? She's just like, uh, I, I mean, you know, everybody deals with this stuff differently. Yeah. And I think it's about agency mm-hmm. sometimes. You know, if you have the agency to just like we just talked about, like, mm-hmm. I now have the agency to just say no without giving any reasons why I'm saying no. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I think agency works the same way when it comes to situations like this. And also it's a work situation. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just these two people hanging out. It's a work situation. So, you know, if he's ridiculous enough to do something like whip his shit out and try and kiss her Mm -hmm. in a professional, like, I understand it's not even in a professional environment, but Mm -hmm. when, when you're, somewhere with someone Mm -hmm. um, on professional business, Mm -hmm. it becomes a professional environment. I don't care if it's my apartment or hotel room, Mm -hmm. you know, or like a public bathroom. It's a professional environment if you and I are here for professional reasons. He claims that they were having, they were, they were, it was a work relationship, but also they had a like consensual romantic relationship. And look, none of us are part of that. And none of us, will like none of us will truly ever know the truth about any of this stuff yeah. but um it's for me especially how ridiculous the things are yes they're very reminiscent mm-hmm. of dates i've been on and thing weird things that men do because they think they're entitled to you and your body yeah. or that they think that you're that it's just like the best thing in the world that could happen to a woman is her seeing a penis today. Yeah. You know? So because of how ridiculous men have been, usually when these kind of stories come out, I believe the woman right away. Yeah. And And I do understand that there are crazy broads out there Mm -hmm. who will lie about this shit to get over on somebody. But my first instinct is to believe the person who has the most to lose to me, you know? Yeah. Because, Cause in stuff like this, you can say like, oh, but he's like a big star or whatever. And he makes all this money. And because there's a number, he can lose a lot in this number. Mm -hmm. But for her, she's a woman in America saying that this man like sexually assaulted her. The first thing that's going to happen is everyone's going to start calling her a slut. And everyone's going to start asking like, why didn't you do anything? Why didn't you do anything? Mm -hmm. You know, everything's going to be her fault. And so professionally for her maybe she won't be able to work with you know athletes anymore and so that's her livelihood if she ain't famous that's her livelihood that's her job that's her money all of that's gone now that she's put this forward all that's gone now no one's gonna hire her to do this yeah because they know that these men are monsters (laughs) like across the board and she'll just come out and and tell stories about somebody else because those stories deserve to be told and she has the most to lose her whole life is going to be over now because she she came forward with this information her whole fucking life is over now what is she going to do with herself she's literally going to have to just go off the grid and hope that the whole like everyone in the world forgets about her and forgets her name yeah and not only is she a woman she's a woman of color as well Right. And this is the NFL we're talking about. They still got murderers out there. They still got rapists out there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's not going to lose anything. He might lose a couple of dollars here and there, but he's not going to lose shit. So this is why when these women come forward, especially so publicly like this, Mm -hmm. especially with someone so huge, this is why I believe the victims, because they have nothing to gain. Nothing to gain from this. They don't even get money 
for this kind of stuff. Maybe the dude, if the dude goes to jail, which he won't. Okay. Yeah, because it's a civil case, but the last allegation, if that, like, that has to be investigated. Like, for yeah, real. it does. That's I was, I was going to say, like, a few things. The first one is I talked to, to, to this about uh, with a, a, a woman at work, a coworker. Mm-hmm. And she was like, dude, this guy's been treated like a god since he was like 15. Yeah. So he probably thinks he can get away with anything. So that's to your point where, hey, I'm going to show you my dick. You've never seen one before. <laughs> and then the second thing is, and I'm, uh, I kind of want to, it's going to be sound like it, it's a joke. Okay. <laughs> I wonder what church service they were watching <laughs> that made him want to masturbate. <laughs> How long was he masturbating? I know, like, what was, what's this church service? <laughs> like that he was, he was, he just got so turned on, he had to rub it out. Like he felt the spirit moving through him. He felt he had the Holy Ghost. That that that'd be hilarious if that was his fucking defense. The Holy Ghost, man. Hey, man, it was the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. Yeah, but I, I don't. Yeah, I also always believe the woman. Mm-hmm. Because when I was a cop in the military, I responded to a handful of sexual assaults, and yeah. every time it's just like, uh, it just like breaks your heart. Yeah, because like, and that, and in the military, it's even worse. You're supposed to trust these guys. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like that's your brother, that's your sister. You know, you're, you have each other's back, and then you know. So, so when I read this stuff, I was like, "Fuck, that's fucked up," but. Yeah, I want to find out what that church service was. <laughs> oh, old Antonio Brown. Reddit knows everything. Find Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> Go into Reddit and be like, let's find out what church service this you was. Know you... I'm sure it wasn't the church service that had him turned on. I'm sure he had had it in his brain that he was going to do that. And he and it didn't matter what was happening. They could have been watching Bieber videos and he would have yeah. done it. I mean, they were laying in a Bed on, I hate doing that. Don't do it. Well, no, then don't do, do it. it. I'm not going to do it. Then don't do it. Because no matter what, I don't care. No matter what, mm-hmm. nothing is an invitation. Yeah, you're right. Unless it's an invitation. Yeah. Do you feel me? Yeah. And even, and even once things have started after an invitation, you can say no and it should stop. No, yeah, I agree. I agree. You can change your mind mm-hmm. after giving an invitation, no matter what. Nothing is an invitation, but an invitation. Yeah, that was the other part of the conversation I had with my coworker that it makes, it makes, it should make us as like men look back yeah. at stuff that we did and yeah. be like, all right, did I make mistakes before? Like, how can I correct those mistakes? I mean, you can't correct them after the fact, but how can I be a better person now? So, yeah, but yeah I agree. No means no if it's inside. <laughs> even if it's yeah. inside if i'm hitting it from the back and you turn around and go sorry it's done stop. I'm, I'm, i stop and it's yep. happened before yep it's happened before i've stopped mid-sex because yeah. you know for some odd for some reason it was you know stop i don't want i don't feel it hurts whatever you know yeah i, I, I could never understand why somebody would just keep going <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> like why would you want to do that that's a delicate dance too because i i uh i remember sleeping with someone Mm -hmm. and he was exploratory Mm -hmm. which i welcome Um, (laughs) 
I do. I welcome. I welcome that. Um, he was exploratory. He did something that I wasn't. I didn't feel ready for yeah. in that moment, and so I asked him to stop. And he kind of gave me the like, "Oh, come on." And it's it is something that I wanted to experience. I just mm-hmm. wasn't ready for it in that moment. Yeah. And then I kind of like he 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 was just like, "Oh, come on," and I was like, "What the fuck?" Like I was just like, "No, no, no!" Like stop. He gave you those puppy dog eyes. It was, it was, it's, this is why I'm saying it's delicate because mm-hmm. I didn't want to stop. I didn't want to s- stop having sex with them. You just I didn't want to do that. To stop that thing and give me a second to gather myself to prepare for it. Yeah. Basically, he was putting it in my ass and I wasn't ready. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, are you ever and ready? So then I just kind of. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like he was like shoving it in there. He was just sort of giving it a little bit and a yeah. little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then I, and then I did decide, like, I, I definitely went back and forth within the same few minutes where I was just like, do I want him to stop? No. Like, well, if it's going to happen, it may as well happen now. You know what I mean? Like I, I went back and forth for a, for a smooth, like maybe minute and a half. And then I decided to go forward with it. Mm-hmm. But it's real delicate because I did say stop and then I did say go, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's just like... It's real delicate. It is delicate and it's... When, especially most, like, you know, encounters like that, if you're in your 20s, alcohol may be involved, you know? Right, yeah. So you also, or other substances and things of that nature. But I stopped... Ha- I remember I was having sex with a girl one time and I was like, we need to stop. And she, like, called me a name. She's like, what's wrong with you? Oh damn! Yeah, it's like, are you gay or something? Oh god! Along those lines, okay. and I was like, no, I just. I'm glad you don't fuck with her no more. Nah, this was yeah. Neither do I. <laughs> so That's am I. I mean, so fuck. am I. Yeah. She was a wild That's one. She was a wild one. That one. <laughs> I showed up at my house like at five in the morning one day. Man, fuck her. I was walking out to go to work, and she's sitting on my fucking car. <laughs> That yeah. is wild. I was like, what's wrong with you? Was she up all night? Or yeah. Did she wake up early to do this? No, she was up all night. And she was, and then, uh, this was back before, uh, like, smartphones. Oh. Uh, so, like, oh, I would, fuck. yeah, I would literally, like, just turn my cell phone off. I think I had, like, a Nokia. Yeah, I had to like, turn my phone off. And then I would just use my, like, old school alarm clock uh-huh. to wake up. And I had to go to work at, like, 5 in the morning. That's what time i had to go like arm up and get ready to do my job and i guess she had been texting me all night and my phone was off so i didn't see them so i woke up you know get up turn my phone on i'll see all these text messages and like the last few were just insults like why the fuck aren't you texting me back who are you with shit like that you know oh my god and i walked downstairs who's sitting on my car all drunk and shit it's her and i was like whoa you can't be here but yeah Consent is important. No means no. Even if you want it, but you don't want it in your butt. <laughs> yes. Uh, that was hey, all right. I don't think we're going to go over an hour. I don't have anything else to talk about. <laughs> you don't? Well, no. I think we will because I want to ask you some stuff. Ask me some questions. Go ahead. <laughs> Okay, let's see. Okay, let's see. We got about five minutes left. Um, so you've been hanging out with somebody. Yes. And you cooked for her. Yes, I did. How's that going? It's great. 
I like spending time with her. It's just uh, the biggest thing I can't get. Uh, I don't want to say I can't get over it. Uh, it's just kind of like the age difference. Right. She's younger than me. So uh, sometimes I say things and I don't think she gets it. And then sometimes she says things and I don't get them. But that's cool because we can teach each other things. Yeah. I don't think that's a big deal. Yeah, it's not a big deal. And uh, she's just, she's such a very intelligent uh, and just like thoughtful person, yeah. which I really, I really appreciate. And Ooh. she's, and she's gorgeous. So, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm like, like half of me is like, if I walk around with her, like, our dude's gonna be like just staring at her, and I'm not gonna be able to do anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's fine. I'm used to that. It seems like you like her a lot because mm-hmm. you're very careful with what you say. Yes, I am. Like you're like afraid of saying the wrong thing. It's it's kind of it's kind of like you're afraid of being punished for <laughs> for having an emotion. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit, because yeah. Because you you've never talked about any other chick the way that you talk about her mm-hmm. and you keep saying my friend. Yeah. I you when you texted me you said I I was with my friend and when you saw me you said I made food for my friend yeah and you said I spent time with my friend mm-hmm. and you did it on this podcast I forget what you said earlier yeah. on the podcast but you called her your friend on the podcast just now too yeah I told her last night that I only want to hang out with her so I only want to I only I'm only interested in in spending time with her and I haven't used the apps like at all I've been off the apps for a few weeks now. Wow. So, yeah. No more arguing with random strangers. (laughs) (laughs) Over the phone. (laughs) You know what? When when you and I went out those two times, I was just like, well, I don't really, like, we didn't feel it anyway, but like, yeah. I was just like, I wouldn't want to date him anyway because he likes to argue. And I'm <laughs> noticing that we have not argued about anything, you and I. <laughs> not once. I can argue with you if you want. I don't. I'm not, Well, I'm not an arguer. Yeah. <laughs> so oh. you wouldn't have any fun. We would just, you would talk, you would say your opinion, and then I would say my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, okay, well. <laughs> and it would not be an argument in any way. An- another, yeah. It wouldn't be an argument. Yeah, we'd be like, that's a good point. That's a good point. I don't agree with it, but you know what? Let's move on. Yeah, that's exactly, that's who I am. Like, I don't mm-hmm. argue. But another, to go back to, to my friend, to Q, uh, another thing that I like that, that about her is that she, like, will fucking, uh, like, tease me. Uh-huh. She'll say little comments, like, like uh flirt not flirty but like you know when somebody teases you it's because they like you yeah in that way so i I really like i told her that last night <laughs> i was like i like that you're not uh afraid to like express that and go at me that way because i yeah. lo- i love it yeah i think it's great i think it's healthy and makes hanging out with her even more enjoyable so I think you and I said it before where we were both like, I just want to be able to roast somebody. Yes, please, yeah. without them getting fucking... I want us to be able to roast each other. Yeah, without them getting fucking all bent out of shape. Yeah. Oh, I hate that. That's very cute. Ah, I gotta get a run. I'm watching baseball. <laughs> oh, you threw him out, motherfucker. Well, right. I guess I guess we are done because, I mean... <laughs> 
Because I mean, I really, I really want to like dig deep with you and this girl, but you like her so much, and it seems like when you really like somebody, you don't want to talk about them too much, and so I won't force. Yeah, you that. not yet, not yet. Okay, I'm, I'm good with that. I'm absolutely good. With, I like, I like that. That's the way you handle it. See, I, the way I handle it is by just like unpacking it all the time. What does this mean? What does this mean? What does this mean? <laughs> I definitely have like in my mind already planned to like take her somewhere <laughs> so take her somewhere is that what you said yeah like a little weekend trip that's cute damn already yeah well i mean i've known her for since last spring yeah hey look it's still oh, going. that's right you've known her a while it's still going i i know we're we're gonna see what happens see what happens should we just we <laughs> should we should let everybody know where they can follow us all right okay so Follow, follow <laughs> us at wayward underscore daters on Instagram. That's right. Follow Felix at Fexcab on Instagram. That's right. F-E-X-C-A-B. And follow me at Waycho, W-A-A-A-Y-C-H-O on Instagram. And then we also have our Facebook page that's just Wayward Daters. And follow Rachel's, uh, what's the Scrabble one? Oh, yeah. Scrabble, Scrabble Sunday. Sunday. Like Sunday, like the ice cream. I Scrabble love that. Sunday. I love that you spelled it that way. <laughs> uh, Ansley drew a really nice picture. I'll send it to you. It was cute, but like I kind of want a cleaner version if I'm going to put it on the thing. <laughs> That's no shade. That's no shade. It's it was it was like a she took a she took a picture of a piece of paper is what I'm saying. Oh, so like okay. to have a digital version of it is better. Scrabble Sunday. Scrabble Sunday. I think... Oh my god! And new iPhones. Why didn't we talk about this? Oh, I'm gonna. I'm fucking getting one. I don't have that kind of money, but I'm so excited there's a new iPhone, which means like the iPhone 8 Plus will be cheaper for me. <laughs> no, I'm going to get, because I have the AT&T next, so. Oh, so you you got that hookup. Yeah, I just. Nah, I'm on Broke People Metro PCS, but I'm very happy with it because I don't pay my own bill. Amazon pays, oh, fuck. <laughs> Man, nobody listens to this podcast. Amazon pays my bill. <laughs> we have like 12 listeners. All right. Uh, let's stop now because I want to see if it's still working. All right, I don't want us to say too much that doesn't get uh, recorded. All right, I'll talk to you later. All right, you have a good night. You too. Bye bye.